Hello, and welcome to Source Aloud, a new podcast where we'll be bringing you audio documents. We'll choose documents that are recently released to the public or recently made available, documents that are of interest to the public and that are being discussed so that you can hear these source materials without having to spend the time yourself sitting down at a dedicated read. So we're bringing you our first document in just a moment. Thank you and welcome to Source Aloud. Declassified by the Director of National Intelligence, Haynes, on the 23rd of June, 2023. Office of the Director of National Intelligence. Potential links between the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the origin of the COVID-19 pandemic, June 2023. Table of Contents. Executive Summary. Intelligence Community Assessments on COVID-19 Origins. Wuhan Institute of Virology activities performed with or on behalf of the People's Liberation Army. Coronavirus research and related activities performed at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Wuhan Institute of Virology Research and Holdings. Wuhan Institute of Virology Genetic Engineering Capabilities. Biosafety concerns at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Wuhan Institute of Virology researchers who fell ill in fall of 2019. Appendix A. Definitions. Executive Summary. This report responds to the COVID-19 Origin Act of 2023, which called for the U.S. intelligence community to declassify information relating to potential links between the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the origin of the COVID-19 pandemic. This report outlines the intelligence community's understanding of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, its capabilities, and the actions of its personnel leading up to and in the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. This report does not address the merits of the two most likely pandemic origin hypotheses, nor does it explore other biological facilities in Wuhan other than the Wuhan Institute of Virology. A classified annex to this report includes information that was necessary to exclude from the unclassified portion of this report in order to protect sources and methods, but the information contained in the annex is consistent with the unclassified assessments contained in this report. This report was drafted by the National Intelligence Officer for Weapons of Mass Destruction and Proliferation and coordinated with the intelligence community. Intelligence Communities Assessments on COVID-19 Origins In March, the intelligence community updated its analysis on core intelligence questions related to COVID-19 origins to include whether the first human infection with SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, was the result of natural exposure to an infected animal or a laboratory-associated incident. Variations in intelligence community analytic views on the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic largely stem from differences in how agencies weigh intelligence reporting and scientific publications 
and intelligence and scientific gaps. All agencies continue to assess that both a natural and laboratory-associated origin remain plausible hypotheses to explain the first human infection. The National Intelligence Council and four other intelligence community agencies assess that the initial human infection with SARS-CoV-2 most likely was caused by natural exposure to an infected animal that carried SARS-CoV-2 or a close progenitor, a virus that probably would be more than 99% similar to SARS-CoV-2. The Department of Energy and the Federal Bureau of Investigation assess that a laboratory-associated incident was the most likely cause of the first human infection with SARS-CoV-2, although for different reasons. The Central Intelligence Agency and another agency remain unable to determine the precise origin of the COVID-19 pandemic, as both hypotheses rely on significant assumptions or face challenges with conflicting reporting. Almost all intelligence community agencies assess that SARS-CoV-2 was not genetically engineered. Most agencies assess that SARS-CoV-2 was not laboratory-adapted. Some are unable to make a determination. All intelligence community agencies assess that SARS-CoV-2 was not developed as a biological weapon. Wuhan Institute of Virology activities performed with or on behalf of the People's Liberation Army. The Wuhan Institute of Virology is a civilian research institute founded in the 1950s by the Chinese Academy of Sciences. Although the Wuhan Institute of Virology is independent of the People's Liberation Army, the intelligence community assesses that Wuhan Institute of Virology personnel have worked with scientists associated with the People's Liberation Army on public health-related research and collaborated on biosafety and biosecurity projects. Information available to the intelligence community indicates that some of the research conducted by the People's Liberation Army and Wuhan Institute of Virology included work with several viruses, including coronaviruses, but no known viruses that could plausibly be a progenitor of SARS-CoV-2. For example, the People's Liberation Army researchers have used Wuhan Institute of Virology laboratories for virology and vaccine-related work. Between 2017 and 2019, the Wuhan Institute of Virology funded and some of its personnel conducted research projects to enhance China's knowledge of pathogens and early disease warning capabilities for defensive and biosecurity needs of the military. Prior to collaborating on a vaccine for SARS-CoV-2, the Wuhan Institute of Virology collaborated with the People's Liberation Army on other vaccine and therapeutics relevant to coronaviruses. The intelligence community assesses that this work was intended for public health needs and that the coronaviruses known to be used were too distantly related to have led to the creation of SARS-CoV-2. Coronavirus Research and Related Activities Performed at the Wuhan Institute of Virology Prior to the pandemic, we assess Wuhan Institute of Virology scientists conducted extensive research on coronaviruses, which included animal sampling and genetic analysis. We continue to have no indication that the Wuhan Institute of Virology's pre-pandemic research holdings 
included SARS-CoV-2 or a close progenitor, nor any direct evidence that a specific research-related incident occurred involving Wuhan Institute of Virology personnel before the pandemic that could have caused the COVID pandemic. Wuhan Institute of Virology Coronavirus Research and Holdings The Wuhan Institute of Virology probably maintains one of the world's largest repositories of bat samples, which has enabled its coronavirus research and related public health support. Information available to the intelligence community indicates that the Wuhan Institute of Virology first possessed SARS-CoV-2 in late December 2019, when Wuhan Institute of Virology researchers isolated and identified the virus from samples from patients diagnosed with pneumonia of unknown causes. In 2013, the Wuhan Institute of Virology collected animal samples from which they identified the bat coronavirus RATG13, which is 96.2% similar to the COVID-19 virus. By 2018, the Wuhan Institute of Virology had sequenced almost all of RATG13, which is the second closest known whole genome match to SARS-CoV-2 after BANAL-52, which is 96.8% similar. Neither of these viruses is close enough to SARS-CoV-2 to be a direct progenitor. Since 2019, some Wuhan Institute of Virology researchers analyzed pangolin samples to better understand disease outbreaks in these animals. By the end of 2019, the Wuhan Institute of Virology maintained distinct teams focused on MERS and SARS-related coronaviruses. Both teams separately used transgenic mouse models to better understand how the viruses infect humans, as well as related vaccine and therapeutics research. The Wuhan Institute of Virology then shifted to support broader public health efforts related to the COVID-19 pandemic in early 2020. Wuhan Institute Genetic Engineering Capabilities We assess that some scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology have genetically engineered coronaviruses using common laboratory practices. The intelligence community has no information, however, indicating that any Wuhan Institute of Virology genetic engineering work has involved SARS-CoV-2, a close progenitor, or a backbone virus that is closely related enough to have been the source of the pandemic. Scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology have created chimeras or combinations of SARS-like coronaviruses through genetic engineering, attempted to clone other unrelated infectious viruses, and used reverse genetic cloning techniques on SARS-like coronaviruses. Some of the Wuhan Institute of Virology's genetic engineering projects on coronaviruses involve techniques that could make it difficult to detect intentional changes. A 2017 dissertation by a Wuhan Institute of Virology student showed that reverse genetic cloning techniques, which are standard techniques used in advanced molecular laboratories, left no traces of genetic modification of SARS-like coronaviruses. Biosafety Concerns at the Wuhan Institute of Virology 
Some Wuhan Institute of Virology researchers probably did not use adequate biosafety precautions at least some of the time prior to the pandemic in handling SARS-like coronaviruses, increasing the risk of accidental exposure to viruses. Before the pandemic, the Wuhan Institute of Virology had been working to improve at least some biosafety conditions and training. We do not know of a specific biosafety incident at the Wuhan Institute of Virology that spurred the pandemic, and the Wuhan Institute of Virology's biosafety training appears routine rather than an emergency response by China's leadership. Nearly a year after the accreditation of the Wuhan Institute of Virology's Biosafety Level 4 laboratory in 2017, China's decisions of which pathogens required higher biocontainment protocols remained opaque, while the facility had a shortage of appropriately trained personnel. In mid-2019, Wuhan Institute of Virology officials were evaluating and implementing biosafety improvements, training, and procurements in the context of a growing body of broader biosecurity People's Republic of China legislation. In November 2019, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, in cooperation with other Chinese Academy of Sciences entities, hosted a biosafety training course for Wuhan Institute of Virology and non-Wuhan Institute of Virology personnel that included speakers from the China Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Given the timing of the event, this training appears routine rather than a response to a specific incident. As of January 2019, Wuhan Institute of Virology researchers performed SARS-like coronavirus experiments in biosafety level 2 laboratories, despite acknowledgments going back to 2017 of these viruses' ability to directly infect humans through their spike protein and early 2019 warnings of the danger of this practice. Separately, the Wuhan Institute of Virology's plan to conduct analysis of potential epidemic viruses from pangolin samples in fall 2019 suggests the researchers sought to isolate live viruses. An inspection of the Wuhan Institute of Virology's high containment laboratories in 2020, only months after the beginning of the COVID-19 outbreak's emergence, identified a need to update aging equipment, a need for additional disinfectant equipment, and improvements to ventilation systems. As this inspection occurred in the midst of the Wuhan Institute of Virology's crisis response to the COVID-19 outbreak, these findings are not necessarily indicative of Wuhan Institute of Virology's biosafety status prior to the outbreak. Wuhan Institute of Virology Researchers Who Fell Ill in Fall 2019 Several Wuhan Institute of Virology researchers were ill in fall 2019 with symptoms. Some of their symptoms were consistent with, but not diagnostic of, COVID-19. The intelligence community continues to assess that this information neither supports nor refutes either hypotheses of the pandemic's origins, because the researchers' symptoms could have been caused by a number of diseases and some of the symptoms were not consistent with COVID-19. Consistent with standard practices, those researchers likely completed annual health exams as part of their duties in a high-containment biosafety laboratory. 
The intelligence community assesses that the Wuhan Institute of Virology maintains blood samples and health records of all their laboratory personnel, which are standard procedures in high-containment laboratories. We have no indications that any of these researchers were hospitalized because of the symptoms consistent with COVID-19. One researcher may have been hospitalized in this time frame for treatment of a non-respiratory medical condition. China's National Security Commission investigated the Wuhan Institute of Virology in early 2020 and took blood samples from Wuhan Institute of Virology researchers. According to the World Health Organization's March 2021 public report, Wuhan Institute of Virology officials, including Shi Li, who leads the Wuhan Institute of Virology laboratory group that conducts coronavirus research, stated lab employee samples all tested negative for SARS-CoV-2 antibodies. While several Wuhan Institute of Virology researchers fell mildly ill in fall 2019, they experienced a range of symptoms consistent with colds or allergies with accompanying symptoms typically not associated with COVID-19, and some of them were confirmed to have been sick with other illnesses unrelated to COVID-19. While some of these researchers had historically conducted research into animal respiratory viruses, we are unable to confirm if any of them handled live viruses in the work they performed prior to falling ill. This concludes a reading of this document. There is at the end here an appendix of definitions. Also, we will post a link to this document if you want to read it for yourself and have a closer look. Thank you for listening to Source Aloud's first podcast.